Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, you're back for today's podcast episode where we are talking all about overcoming the biggest objections. Now, if you have ever heard, I can't afford it, I need to think about it, I need to consult with my business partner, my spouse, my best friend, the oracle, the stars, the heavens, you name it, I'm sure you've heard it, especially when it comes to selling your professional services, your expertise in your business, who has not heard those dreaded objections, right? And so today we're talking all about how to overcome the biggest objections that you hear time and time again that are stopping you from being able to help more people. So stay tuned because this one is a goodie. So let's talk about those objections, right? Now, I know that in a, a previous episode, we had dug in a little bit deeper about this topic, but I'm going to say it keeps on coming up. So guess what? We're talking about it again, which is really about helping you be more comfortable about the conversation that you're having. Now, there is such a thing as being overprepared in terms of anticipating the objections that are going to come up in conversation. Now, I am all for preparation, and if you heard an earlier episode where we're talking about the entire end-to-end sales process, preparation is very much a critical piece of your overall success. However, there's such a thing as um, being prepared and then kind of waiting for an objection to happen. I don't want you to do that because if you are expecting an objection, guess what's going to happen? You're going to lead the questions in such a way that it is automatically going to create an objection where maybe it wouldn't have happened in the first place. It's, it's like leading the witness, right? Like when you're on the witness stand and if you were a lawyer, maybe you are a lawyer, but when you lead the witness, it's because you are asking questions that are designed to get a certain answer. If you're asking questions that are designed to create an objection, guess what's going to happen? An objection is going to come up. So just be very careful, be cautious about the mindset and the intention that you have as you're doing your preparation. So let's talk a little bit more about why these objections happen. Now, objections are normal. They're natural, right? They're things that as a business owner, as somebody who's selling in your own business, or if you are a sales professional, they're going to come up. They're actually a buying signal, truth be told, which I know you're probably thinking, well, gosh, does that mean that everybody that I am ever talking to, as soon as they, they ask or say no, that that means they want more information and that they actually are interested? Yes and no. Most of the time, if you've done the right things around making sure that you're talking to the right people, then yes, absolutely, it is a buying signal. It means, tell me more, which, funny enough, is the magic phrase that I'm going to give to you today because I want you to stop running and hiding when you hear no, because, but, and all of these things that essentially put a big, fat hand 
in your face and say, whoa, Nelly, we're not going there. Because essentially what ends up happening when you hear an objection, do you keep going? I'm going to guess if you're like my clients inside of Sales Mastery Society or my other programs that I help my clients with, the answer is no. That you automatically take pause, you really are treading lightly, and you don't go down that road. That you just stop. Which means that objection has now become real. The no actually becomes no because you have made it so. You have ultimate control and power over whether or not the conversation is going to continue. And that is a lot of a freedom that you have. So if you feel like these are people that I actually want to work with, these are the, the companies, the individuals, the businesses that I know I can help, that I'm uniquely put on this earth to do the thing that I do, then what's stopping you from just asking one more thing, which is, the magic phrase, which is, tell me more. Tell me more. Is it okay if I just find out a little bit more information? Can you tell me more about why that is? Oh, and here's where they're going to actually give you the real information. So I'm not going to say that objections are fake because they're real. They're very much real for your customers when they are saying no they immediately feel like this is the only way for me to proceed. Like, if only I could, but dot, dot, dot. And that is a very real situation that they feel that they are in. So the worst thing that you can do as a business owner and as an expert is to say, you're lying. These are not real. Like, you can afford it. If you wanted it bad enough, you would. You would just find a way. Like, do you really need to consult with someone? Who is actually the key decision maker here? When you push in this way, it puts your people on the defense. It makes their guard go up and they go, whoa, this is not the way that I want to feel. This is not the person that I want to do business with. And essentially, they stop talking. And that is really the death of all sales, right? When you can't get any more information because the individual across the table from you or on the other end of the phone line simply stops communicating, it's very hard for you to know which direction to go in. And that is when an objection becomes real and solid and the end of the line, when there is no more, there's no more options for you to be able to communicate. So this is why this magic phrase works so well. It's so simple, but it works across the board, regardless of the type of objection that you are coming across. Because all you're doing, just like all they're trying to do, is get more information. When an objection comes up, typically it's because there's missing information, they don't see a way for this to happen, or there really legitimately is the thing that they need to do, which does happen. It happens probably up to 13% of the time. Don't quote me on that. But there is a real percentage of the, the community at large, the people that you are working with, that actually need to do what it is that they need to do. They don't have the funds. They are stuck. They need to consult with somebody. They need to work their numbers. They need to sit and, and see how the options are going to weigh out. Those are all very real circumstances. So to turn around and say to somebody, if you wanted it bad enough, if you could do this or that, like you would find a way to get the money is really not helpful. It's 
really not helpful. And so what I want you to do instead is open up the door to continue the conversation because you may be feeling like right now when you hear no because of an objection, the door is getting slammed in your face. And I'm going to tell you right now that is not the case, that it is a no for right now. And it may not even be a real no. It may be a maybe in disguise simply because there's a request or a need for more information, more clarification, more understanding, more value, all of the things that may not have been done properly at the beginning of your sales process and your sales conversation, however, is your mechanism of selling to be able to communicate the things that are most critical for your potential customers to say a resounding yes and to actually buy from you. So the tell me more is as simple as I can make it so that you don't overthink the conversation and you don't have to trip over your words or remember additional questions. And there are different questions that you can definitely ask, but tell me more is going to be the easiest one for you to remember. So regardless of what type of objection that you're coming across, just ask, can you tell me a little bit more about that? And they will go into more information if they know, like, and trust you enough that they feel like what they're sharing with you will actually be heard. So this is where you do need to put on your listening ears more than your talking gears and make sure that you actually take the time to listen and that you don't ask more and more questions without leaving space for them to answer you. Then respond accordingly because more than likely, the information that's being shared is something that you didn't even know. You didn't even uncover earlier on in the conversation because you didn't ask the right questions, right? Here's another opportunity for you to be able to pick up the conversation, to peel back the layers of the onion, and to be able to truly guide your potential customers. And remember, sales is leadership. Be a leader. Allow them to understand that the choices that they're making and empowering them with is going to lead them down path A or B. Ultimately, the choice is theirs, but you want to make sure that they're walking into it with confidence and with full appreciation and knowing that they understand the consequences, both positive and negative, of the choices that they're about to make, whether that's working with you or not. And neither one is good or bad. They just are right? They just are. And so if you step into your leadership position during that conversation to allow them to continue sharing as much as they can with you, it will mean that you may be able to turn those conversations around and in fact, save the sale, right? Actually help people where they felt like they were hopeless or that they weren't able to get the help that they desperately needed because of that objection, because it feels very real to them. And when you have an opportunity to kind of coach them out of that and encourage them to see a different way and a different perspective and really poke into where this is coming from and uncover the layers and be able to dig in a little bit deeper to the root cause of what is creating this objection and the resistance of them being able to move forward with you, it will allow you to really become a trusted advisor. And no matter what happens in, in the end as your end result, that person is going to trust that you are doing the right thing for them, even if it means they don't work with you, right? And that is the most critical thing. 
That is the most important part about objection handling is that you have created a safe environment for your potential customers to know that they're not going to be browbeaten. They're not going to be downgraded. They're not going to be looked upon as a you know, less than citizen simply because they decide not to work with you. Because I'm sure we've all been in a situation where the shoe has been on the other foot. And that salesperson, right or wrong, has made us feel like crap simply because we said no and didn't take the time to truly understand where that was coming from and how they could potentially help us right now or even down the road. Because no really is just no for right now. And you never know who that no is connected to. Simply because that person didn't buy from you doesn't mean that they won't remember how you made them feel and what you did for them and how you could help them enough to connect you to somebody else. So I'm going to share a quick story and then we're going to hop off. So one of the very first uh, conversations that I had in my business was with a wonderful woman and she ended up um, doing a one-on-one, just a one-off session with me because that's what I offered at the beginning. And I really wanted to work with her and I thought she wanted to work with me and there was an objection. And at the time we wa- we walked through it and she really, really felt like money was an issue. There were a lot of other competing priorities. She was very busy in her personal life. And I realized, you know what? She doesn't have the space for us to work together to be able to make the actions happen so that she can see the results. So it's, it's not worthwhile for either one of us. However, because I was able to encourage her to talk a little bit more deeply about what it was, not just the money, but all the other pieces that was going on in her life that made her feel like the money just wasn't worth it to her, because the truth was she had access to the money. But when we dug into it, it didn't make sense for her to spend the investment and make the leap because of all of the other things that we were able to discuss. And in the end, guess what ended up happening? She didn't work with me then and there, but what she did do was she referred me a six-month client about two months later. Somebody that she was working with, it was a client of hers, and as she was uh, encouraging them and working with them and helping them with some of their systems and their processes, she realized, wow, this client really needs Susan's help because she remembered me. She remembered how I made her feel. She remembered that I took the time to really make sure that she was doing the right thing for her business. And as a result, she sent me a client. Can you imagine? Just because instead of me taking her objection at face value, I was able to truly dig in, ask the magic question, which is tell me more, and simply be available to listen. Not because I wanted to pressure her into changing her mind. That's not what this is about. This is about understanding what's in your mind. What's actually going on? How can I help? And how can I make sure that you understand that there may be a different option? There may be a different way. There may be a different perspective that you have not looked at or considered simply because you are looking at your own label from inside the bottle, as we like to say, right? So that was that. (laughs) I hope this was helpful for you. If you have been stuck with objections, let me know if you end up using this phrase. You can go over to the podcast page and drop me a little voice message in that speak pipe widget thingy that is on there. I'd love to be able to hear from you and give you a shout out on one of my upcoming podcast episodes. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you soon.
Hey, thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. Go ahead and hit subscribe and leave us a review in case you haven't had an opportunity to do that. It allows us to help so many more people if you are able to share and let us know how we're doing in your neck of the woods. And if you haven't already joined my waitlist for Sales Mastery Society, my exclusive community where I share way more information like you've been enjoying here on this podcast, what are you waiting for? The doors are going to be opening up soon and I am super excited to be celebrating your success next. You could be just like some of my clients inside of the community where we have been celebrating brand new clients, $195,000 in sales in two days, being able to exceed incomes left behind with jobs from being a professor and all other kinds of wins that have been so, so amazing to be able to celebrate. Grab your seat. The link is below and we will see you on the other side. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time. Thank you.